Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Darren. Hello. This week, we are so close to being ready to 1982's Epcot. Just need a bit more research time. A bit more time in the, uh, in the pot. A bit more time in the pot. Yeah. So we thought we would do another poor reviews episode. We thought we'd stick to Epcot and we are visiting Test Track. So sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Right, so I think this episode is going to get, in fact, I know this episode is going to get weird very quickly based on <laughs> a, a very quick glance of a couple of the reviews. Right, right. It, which is interesting because, you know, it doesn't normally happen. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so... This week, I'd just like to clarify that we're looking at Google and Google themselves say the reviews aren't verified, which you'll you'll very quickly understand why that's going to be the case as we crack on with the, the first review. So the first one is from Amir Smith. And uh, she says... Yeah, I think it is a she. Yeah. It's hard to tell from the picture. She says it is very difficult. What's scary... Too fast for Grandma Amir. I was there with Demir, and we were so fat and heavy that the ride was being smushed. <laughs> so we fell off on the turn and fell into the water at and blazing speeds, 65 miles an hour. When we fell into the Epcot Lake, we spun and spun, and then we spun into a tube where we got dropped onto a scary boat ride. The ride was going normal until a trap door opened up, and we fell and fell and fell until we fell into a pool of water that was slowly evaporating. Once it was done evaporating, we were told to walk into a door where there was the glass jumping thing from Squid Game. I love it. Okay, okay. Originality in this ridiculous story, and then it's like, oh, there's no Squid Game, isn't it? <laughs> Squid Game, it's popular. I accidentally jumped on the wrong one with Demir, and we plummeted to a small carnival place. My ears were popping because how low down we were. It was a game. A, ge- a game Land Beave made. What? What's Land Beave? The top two heaviest would stand on either red pad or white pad. Then the heavier one would fall into the trap door. Demir fell and plummeted, to, most likely to his death. I went into an elevator that brought us up to the end of Test Track. Fun ride, even though I lost my husband, most likely. What an absolute train wreck. What is going on there? Like, what... <laughs> What what possesses someone? The thing is, what possesses someone yeah. to leave such a ridiculous review 
But yeah. also, like, fair enough if you're a good storyteller. You know, fair enough if there are elements of this that could be believed. Mm-hmm. The grammar here is terrible. The spelling is terrible. <laughs> and the, the plot but, devices are all over the place. It's just not a good story. No, it's I mean, not. It's not. There, there's just... And they've attached three pictures, one of which is of a car in Test Track. Yes. As in one of the cars that you make. Yeah. Which, okay, f- fair. Then there's a picture of, like, an Angry Bird toy. Yep. And then a prison mugshot of some, like... Fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who I'm guessing is meant to be Demir. I guess in this, so. in this twisted tale. And I'll be honest, she doesn't seem that distraught. No, she doesn't. I mean, I she's lost her husband. That. I wouldn't be by the uh, state of him, to be fair. No. <laughs> he looks like the type of criminal that often comes up in like cartoons that involve hillbillies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I'm guessing it probably wouldn't have mattered which glass they jumped on. No, like exactly. <laughs> it's just so weird, so weird. It just it's like who has the time to be posting random reviews? I know. Um they've actually they've done 19 other reviews. I wonder whether any of the others are actually serious. Actually, or, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of random pictures. They've used the angry bird picture about four times. Oh, really? So I'm guessing... Oh, they're all jokes, aren't they? By the looks yeah, of it. yeah. They've done one with Frozen Ever After where they've used the same picture of Demir, the Angry Bird picture, and like a picture of Elmo in a bathtub. Which I suppose isn't, isn't uh, too bad. <clears throat> they've reviewed uh, um, Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. Right. Five stars, but the description says absolutely disgusting with about <laughs> 10 pukey emojis. So I don't think they're taking this very seriously. No, no. I think they might have a bit too much time on their hands. Um... <laughs> There's some proper weird stuff that they've, that they've published. We've been, we've... The bizarre thing is there's, there's a review here of Frozen Ever After and it starts with like the snowman is cute but scary and they talk about tumbling into the boat. Demir saved me. Good old Demir. This is presumably before he fell to his death on Test Track. Presumably, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then it and then it changes to I am in the yacht club in the waiting area because we can't get to the fifth floor. I spoke to Carlos, whoever Carlos is, but he told me to eat more. He told what? What? Like <laughs> this? What? This person needs help. Yeah, I, I think in their mind, I think it makes sense what they're talking about. Yeah. Like um, I'm all for a creative, like one star review. Yeah, like some of them, are, some of them are funny. Yeah, this is this is odd. Very, very <laughs> odd, very odd. Um, so let's move on to Mo Modi, who says the entire thing is a crappy Chevy commercial. Two minute ride and eighteen minutes of Chevy advertising. They even throw you into a makeshift showroom at the end. I'll give them one point for accuracy of having their vehicles drive as jerky, jerky and rickety as this basic coaster. Shame on Disney for such a blatant sellout. Shame on General Motors for wasting my tax dollars on this garbage. The coaster ride is only one quarter of the trip and very basic. Not worth more than a 15-minute wait. I mean, yeah, it is like a two-minute ride. 
but uh, I suppose all the stuff inside, maybe it's a little bit longer, but I mean, it's 18 minutes of Chevy advertising. I mean, if you are going to stand there in the middle of the uh, showroom. Well, I think he's talking about the queue. But is there much? I don't really. I mean, obviously it says sponsored by Chevrolet and it's talking about the design process. Yeah. But I really feel like I come away from that attraction going Chevrolet are on it. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't really associate that sort of the starting bit with Chevrolet as such, like in terms of the process, because it's like, well, that's just generic. I'm just thinking that there's a generic car process, yeah. <laughs> not specifically Chevrolet, but. I mean, um, they are all Chevrolet cars. In they that. are. Yeah. But I'm the same. I don't associate the two. No, no, no. But maybe we're um, just immune to advertising. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing with the, with the showroom, it's kind of like, well, you know, they, they've sponsored they've sponsored the attraction yeah you don't you don't have to you can just walk through it you can just walk straight by it's not it doesn't bother me at all i what i usually do is i i on my way out i um let down all of the tires yeah yeah nice <laughs> well donna just tracks the salesman just sort of yeah. like showing interest in one of the cars he's like oh that's a can we put 10 down today yeah and i'll get i'll get, get the paperwork <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, don't mind him. He just uh, he likes to give the tires a good kick to make sure that they're uh, they're in good working order. My tires, do you? I mean, there's... every every time they're just like Ryan. <laughs> yeah, he's looked at his piece of paper and it just says, "You've been had." He's like, no. <laughs> That's why every time you go to test track, you have to wear a different um, fake mustache, isn't it? Exactly that. So they don't recognise you. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. That's exactly. One. Uh, Sean Carroll says, it's literally a Chevy advertisement. Here At least go. with the original Wake U, it looked like a garage and a crash test centre with videos and interactive features to keep you entertained. Now it's like stepping into a showroom. It, I mean, what sh- have you been in a showroom that looks like the queue for test track? Because <laughs> fair play I, I I can only assume if a, if any showroom is going to be like I can only assume a Tesla showroom would be like that. You know, you go on a you go on like a two minute roller coaster, and then and then you're into the showroom. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, Elon Musk is just shouting in your ear. Yeah, <laughs> free speech. I mean, it feels like that on Twitter anyway. But free speech. By the way, I'm a Republican. Free speech. And you should all be Republicans too. Free speech. My Dogecoin. Yeah, he just fired a load of people. Did he? That have spoken out at him. Um, oh, at Tesla. Oh, yeah, I, I, I've yeah, I've seen that before, where they sort of like let people go because they uh, don't agree with him, basically. But free speech. Mm, mm. It's free speech as long as you don't, as long as you like him. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is has got a few screws loose. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we should introduce him to Amir. I think so. Maybe he is a mere. Maybe, maybe that wouldn't surprise me. To be fair, no, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me that he goes on drug fueled review rages. <laughs> uh, there's no evidence to say that he takes drugs for his legal teams, but I, I mean, think it's safe to assume he does. I mean, didn't he? Didn't he on um, Joe Rogan? Oh, did he admit to it? I think he did on camera, didn't he? He did it on camera. Oh, did he? Wasn't he? Wasn't he? That's the I'm sure. I've seen a picture. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's right or not, but 
I'm sure wouldn't... him and Joe Rogan were like smoking weed or something on the. Oh, I'm talking about hard drugs. Oh, okay, okay. Because um, he doesn't sleep, so he's got to be on the, something. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't surprise me. He's like the bad guy in the in, in Die Another Day, you know, that doesn't sleep and uh, wants to take over the world. Is he the one with the diamonds in his face, or is That's that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. James I can Bond remember that was real... the, like the second guy. James Bond was like a real low point. Yeah. <laughs> They just like threw everything into the plot, like diamonds in his face. He doesn't sleep. He was Asian and now he's British. <laughs> That's a weird, like, because he has classic. Facial... It's the classic tale, Ryan. Come he on. has facial reconstruction to stop him from being like Korean, and then yeah. he changes into like a highbrow British white guy. Oh yeah, because isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. It's the guy that looks very similar to Damien Lewis, but it's not Damien Lewis. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's the one I always think is Damien Lewis, but, but it's not. If Damien Lewis was reading that script, he'd be like, I'm sorry, but I- I'm out. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. <laughs> I had to get uh, Toby Stevens. Toby Stevens. Yeah. Has he been in anything else? I'm going to say he's probably not been in much since Dying Another Day. That's probably a low point. Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Oh, he, yeah, he was in Black Flag, wasn't he? That, oh, okay. um, that series. Well, there you go. Yeah, to be fair, he's been in a few things. <laughs> Black Sails, not Black Flag. That's Black Flag's the Assassin's Creed I was, game. I was, I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure it's the <laughs> Assassin's Creed game, but... <laughs> yeah, Black Sails, that's what I'm thinking of. Well, there you go. But if, uh, you never know what to expect on this show. We've gone from people falling through Epcot lakes to <laughs> Elon Musk being an absolute nutcase to yeah. die another day. Yeah. yeah. And interestingly, he's done like what they call the radio play. So basically all the Bond films, so Moonraker, uh, Live and Let Die, Man with the Golden Gun, they're not in order, these. Thunderball, Diamonds of Forever, and then they're all called the radio play. Right. Almost like almost like it's acted out for the radio. Like, like old school, like in the 50s. Yeah, where they yeah. Used to, there used to be people like recording it and you'd get them like hitting things on the table like for like nothing. <laughs> yes, yeah. He, oh, he played, he played James Bond in all of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some of these are like recent as well. They're like 2020. Uh, looks to be the most recent one. I wonder what he sounds like as James Bond. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he probably wouldn't make a bad James Bond. No? I don't know if he's British, is he? Oh, it just brings me flashbacks to that film. Like, Madonna is a fencing teacher in that film for some reason. Is she? Yeah. Wow. It's just an absolute train wreck of a film. <laughs> and Pierce Brosnan, I think, is a great Bond overall, but that is a bad film. Right, Jam Jam says, I love this ride. But, and yes, there is always a but, my child who was just barely touching the bottom of the bar under 40 inches tall was allowed on this ride with no hesitation or second guessing whatsoever with a height requirement of what I later found out to be 40 inches tall. One sentence. This ride reaches speeds of up to 65 miles per hour. I mean, it's not that fast. No, but they're American. I'm assuming he's a local guide, so I'm assuming he's American, so they don't. Their speed limits aren't that high. No, they think that that's really fast. Yeah. 
after getting off the ride, thankfully with no problems or injuries. <laughs> I mean, oh, why did you let off. your child on the ride? You're not going at 500 miles an hour. <laughs> but if he's complaining about why was his child allowed on the ride, well, it's like he could have told the child not to go on the ride. But I think the rule is, if your head is touching the bar, yeah, you're that's you're allowed on. And, and oh yeah, because it because it, it says barely touch. Yeah, because if, if the bar is at forty inches, if your head and touched, you're touching the bar, then you're forty, then you're exactly forty inches. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I I don't think that this is a problem at all. Although what we didn't mention was that the kid's got like a twelve inch afro, oh like yeah, ra- radius. So it's like <laughs> yeah, like it's what it's like one of those troll dolls. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Like he's he's got like he's got like another foot of hair above him. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Purple, like purple afro. Yeah. My child was den- uh after getting off this ride, thankfully no problems or injuries. My child was denied to ride the soaring ride with ING, which is the same height requirement as Test Track, which is motion censored seat. After being denied, I was told by management that my child's life mattered on the soaring ride, but not the test track ride, where fellow castmates allowed him on carefree. I don't yeah, think I'm, they. T- I don't think those I'm, are the words they used. I'm pretty sure that's how they worded it, Ryan. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but the on uh, on soaring there's quite a drop, and we don't want your kid to fall off. Whereas test track, worst that's going to happen is they, you know, they fly off the corner of the attraction, land in the lake, and they have to take part in Squid Games. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, they just got to wait for the water to evaporate. That's what they're going to do. Exactly. They're going to do. You're just hearing the water drain as they, (laughs) (laughs) the music's going. (laughs) You've seen, you've seen the show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I mean, to be fair, I could imagine that's the sort of thing Bob Jaffeck would do. I mean, I'd love to see a season of Squid Game taking place at Disney World. Yeah, people that disappear into the lake, they just mm. they go underneath and they take part in Chappick's Squid Game. Yeah, or they become part of the harmonious floats, like they're like embedded into it. <laughs> you wouldn't know if they were. They exactly. That exactly. Chappick builds them all himself. Yeah. Uh, I was not very pleased with this and would ask that Disney diligently check and abide by all height requirements on every single ride strictly, very strictly. Now knowing this, I'll be sure to always double check the height requirement myself because his life means the world to me, no matter what ride we are on. <laughs> this person's... like, Why is it almost everyone that leave a one-star review just... Absolutely need, crazy. ...need assistance? I mean, he makes no mention as to what how the ride is he's given it one star because his child which met the height requirement was allowed on the was allowed on the attraction Mm -hmm. but he wasn't allowed on soaring so therefore test track gets one star so because because the people at test track were doing their job properly yeah he gave it one star i mean the review literally starts i love this ride oh yeah it did didn't it yeah yeah I was like, I was thinking that he had, I got lost in the story so much. I forgot he even said that. <laughs> Wait, why do people feel the need to like tell a story that could be summarized in, in two sentences across like yeah. three paragraphs? Yeah. And why isn't he reviewing the whole thing about Sorin on the Sorin attraction? Exactly. He probably can't find it to be fair because he's spelling it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He's like soaring. <laughs> soaring. It must have closed. <laughs> Maybe it's Sorin. No, that, that's. Uh, Sorry, no, I had about my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Soreen is a thing in America. Have you seen it in America? Uh, I don't... I, well, I've not actively looked for it in America. 
No, I'm, I mean, not, I'm, I'm on holiday. I'm not looking for sorry. Not really. <laughs> You're just like everywhere I go, I've got to check whether they sell it. Gotta find my uh, malt loaf. Gotta find a bit of malt loaf. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's quite nice if, if Americans haven't heard of it, listen, it's quite nice. Have it with a bit of butter, though. Yeah, yeah. Or margarine. Um, I tried margarine. searching for margarine. like Soaring USA and it's now just giving me loads of adverts or like, you know, buy it from Amazon, buy it from Sainsbury's. Um, I mean, you kind of assume that they have it. I know they mean they must have, they've definitely got fruit though. Uh, origins in Scotland. So it's not a USA thing. Mm-hmm. You can imagine it being the sort of thing that Scotland would uh, cook up, wouldn't you? Yeah. I was going to do a really bad accent then. And, <laughs> but consider, considering my ancestry goes back to Scotland, my Scottish accent is questionable at best. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it a miss. Brittany Lay says, I would have rated it five stars if it wasn't closed on a hot visit. Good, that's, that's, that's really useful information from a local guide. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine a local guide being like, Oh, you know, uh, oh, you want to go on that thing? I don't know what it's like. It was closed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not very good. It was closed when I tried to go there. Well, imagine like a local guide reviewing a restaurant. Oh, it's, it's shot on Sundays and that's when I turned up. So it's a one yeah. star. Yeah. One star. Yeah. I don't make the rules. Um, yeah. yeah. If I can't get in, it's one star. Yeah. I tried breaking in, but it didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. They had no soaring in the fridge. <laughs> well, I keep mine in the cupboard, to be fair. But... Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you'd keep it in the fridge. It would... I don't know why I said it, all right? <laughs> you know what I really fancy now is a bit of soaring. <laughs> I might buy some and put, we'll put it on our Twitter feed just so everyone can yeah. take it. For, any, for anyone that doesn't know what it is. I mean, I'll be honest, it doesn't look the most appetising thing. It doesn't. It's like it's like basically like a brown, fruity a, mess. I th- uh, yeah, a very dry turd. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, it's, like, it's like a cubed... No, not cubes. What's the the rectangular cube called? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a word. What, what is it? There, oh, yeah, I'm sure. That, yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I mean, I mean, I was never great at maths. To be fair, cuboid, a cuboid, cuboid. Yeah, okay. it's a cuboid it... that it's a, it's a brown cuboid <laughs> that looks like. If you were taking a poop through a cuboid-shaped play-doh um, cutter, <laughs> that's what it would look like. But it tastes great. It tastes good, yeah, yeah. With a bit of butter. Don't don't eat it dry. No, no, that would be wrong. Yeah, it's like eating Weetabix dry. Yeah, it's not quite that bad, but it shouldn't be done. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not gonna. You're not gonna have a good time. Basically. No, you're, you're not. You're gonna have a bad time. If you if you pizza, then you should be. Okay, E Ram says ride went down on the day we were there and did not get repaired that day. One star. Another another clanger. Yeah. Okay, Matthew R says glorified Chevrolet commercial. They even dump you in a Chevy showroom at the end. It would be excusable if the ride itself was worth your time, but it's just a lame snooze fest that lasts all of three minutes. The car design portion is a joke and does not impact the ride at all. Do not bother with this attraction. I mean, it definitely does. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't impact the ride, as such. 
but it, it is included in the ride. You know, they make it's not like it, it's not like it changes the speed or anything like that of the attraction. But no, I mean, was he expecting like to turn up and the the, the actual ride car just went <laughs> transformers like? Yeah, they built it for you. It's going to go at the exact same sort of know, power and everything like that that you've designed it. You are going to die. Yeah, the 3D printing it as you're designing it. That's why it takes so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why the queue's so long. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why you're there for like eight, like six, eight minutes or whatever. You're designing your car. 3D printer is like, oh god, I changed it again. Oh. <laughs> what is this guy doing? Uh, Shiv P says it's good, but I got motion sickness. So from my perspective, I don't like it. One star. I mean, what a mess of a sentence that is. <laughs> it's good, but I got motion sickness. So from my perspective, I don't like it. So it's not good then. So 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 it's not good for you. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, it, it seems a bit strange to get motion sickness. Well, on, have you heard on about the Cosmic Rewind? Uh, I had, I think I had heard of like some people getting motion sickness on that. Quite a few, I think, from what I've seen. They've got sick right. bags after the ride and they've they've moved the bin. Right. So it's very close to where you exit. Wow. In case people don't make it to the sick bags. Wow. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I, I'm guessing it's like, sc- uh, is, it scre- is it screen? But- oh, what does it do? It turns. The ride itself turns. Oh, okay. Well, as you're going, is it? Yeah. It's track based, isn't it? Yeah. So it will turn like to face the screen. It also goes backwards. I think. Right. Okay. I mean, that's quite similar to Gring Gringotts. Yeah. Gringotts. I think it's, I think it's more intense than Gringotts. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mean Gringotts. Not been on it yet, but yeah. I mean, Gringotts. It does turn you as you go around the track, but then the track's not that intense on Gringotts. No, I think um, the, the bit that's probably the most intense is towards the start where you're literally just hanging while Bellatrix is... Mm. She's like, oh, filthy muggles! Yeah. And you're like, all right, love, calm down. <laughs> and then you see old Voldemort and it's just Ralph Fiennes going, where is Harry Potter? And you're just like, all right, mate, chill out. Sounds like he's auditioning for like uh, um, Phantom of the Opera or something. Yeah, yeah. He, that's how Ralph Fiennes plays Voldemort. <laughs> and then you've got like Grip Hook or whatever his name is going. In here, come on this way. You know, like, everyone's just very intense here. Everyone just needs to relax. Okay, yeah, just just relax. All right. It's Harry Potter. He's not going to die. No, you've already tried it once. Give you've up. Tried it several times. Just give it up. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not making you look good. To be honest. Just move on. It's not. Quite frankly, Bellatrix, I've had enough. <laughs> okay. And Angelique Pope Mias says, "Too scared to get on it. I have car anxiety, but my husband and friend got on it and loved it. So you rated it one star, having so you gave been... it you gave it one star because you don't like car rides or you don't like cars." And therefore, that's the attraction's fault? I'm not being... I mean, I know, you know, anxiety is an awful thing. Mm-hmm. I've been through it. I know some people that have been through it. But car anxiety in America, that's got to be tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you kind of have to rely on a car quite a lot in America. And I mean, to be fair, 
obviously, you know, if they've been like an accident or something as a as a child and they, you know, don't like cars, whatever, it's kind of fair enough. But why would you give it one star as a result? I know I don't understand. Like that's bizarre. <laughs> uh, uh, Warren Jones says the new Tron inspired theming kills the experience for me. It looks cheaply done with fluorescent paint and uninspired set pieces. Unfortunately, the world of motion pavilions best days are clearly in the rear view mirror. Oh, every time renovations are more, the experience is made more. Okay. Uh, the experience is made more dull and less interesting because attraction budgets are forever being smashed by the ride sponsor. It's a sad state of affairs for anyone old enough to remember the experiences of the prior test track and world of motion dark ride. I mean, I still 100% feel that Tron should have gone into Epcot next to Test Track. Yeah, I mean, it would have fit better, wouldn't it? it really? Although, I mean, to be fair, Tomorrowland kind of needed a, uh, you know, a bit of an injection. Um, I mean, that, that injection's only going to be scratching the surfaces of that. Well, thing. yeah, I mean, they should have got rid of something like um, the Speedway and put Tron in there. Yeah, and then they could have always put something else where Tron is. Although to be fair, like I suppose they could, you know, eventually they could get rid of the Speedway and put something else in there. Yeah. Um, but then considering what sort of like how big of a sort of spectacle the Tron building is, putting it like at the back behind the Speedway and behind Spaceship um, uh, Space Mountain, it seems yeah. a bit silly, doesn't it, to have like tucked away at the back? Although to be, you know, not that Speedways high up um, no no this is it i, I mean I, this reminded me have you seen the light year character meeting great that's now appearing in disneyland i did see a picture of that yeah yeah what an absolute <laughs> train wreck it's just i mean i don't understand i don't understand it i mean i don't know it just doesn't look like buzz Lightyear at all does it i mean obviously i guess it's meant to look like more of the new film but but even that, I, I honestly thought when I saw the photo, someone just photoshopped it. <laughs> I thought, I thought this guy, like they've just taken a, a, like a, a model, a guy model's face, yeah, photoshopped it onto some crappy costume. It looks. I mean, who's going to meet him? I don't understand. Like, why would you not just? Why would you not make a like a fake head for him? So it doesn't look like a person. It actually looks like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that would have been better, wouldn't it? Like, I never understand. Like, because because he, yes, he is like meant to be a person, as opposed to Buzz, you know, Buzz Lightyear from the original Toy Story, where he's obviously meant to be a toy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, he is animated, so, you know, and they've done other animated characters as like, you know, not. Fur, fur characters feels like the wrong words, but it's probably yeah, it's probably right. Oh, yeah. It looks awful. It, it looks doesn't. It doesn't look good, does it? Like no, no. I can't imagine like many. I mean, could you imagine many kids wanting to go and see him? Like you'd imagine they'd rather see Buzz Lightyear in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Like to me, that feels like the better experience there. But... Oh, it looks awful. Also, have they got what, what is that? Like a Buzz Lightyear cup, or like a cup kind. holder? Yeah, but 
I don't understand. I don't understand what it's for. Well, also, like while we're talking about park news, two things this week from Universal. Mm. One is that Halloween is coming to Halloween Horror Nights, as in the film okay. franchise Halloween, not yeah, yeah, not the generic date that the whole <laughs> event is built around, which I'm very excited about. Halloween. What is the? Did they did they come out with a new Halloween film? I don't really know. I, I think it's based on the original. Oh, the original. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, cool. I'll be just me walking through the house. <laughs> and and that, the, so that's confirmed, is it, by Universal? That's confirmed, 100%. Right. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a, that's tapping into those classic horrors is always a great shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed sense. the Halloween house that we did a few years ago. I can't remember. I think it might have been Halloween 3 or something like that. I, that was one of my favourites. Yes, that was good. That was good, that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was because I was nervous. That's what I was seeing as we were walking in. <laughs> and then the other thing is they have introduced popcorn themed popcorn buckets like Disney. Oh wow! Okay. And the first one is unsurprisingly featuring the minions. Ah, right. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm to be honest, I'm surprised they haven't already done that. Isn't it cool? To be fair, I mean. I'm not one for popcorn buckets, really. I'm not one for eating popcorn when I'm in in Orlando. Yeah. To be honest, it's something that is very widely available worldwide that I would mm. tend to avoid buying because there are a whole host of better suited snacks when I'm on, on holiday. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge popcorn eater anyway. Like at the best I love of a times, good <laughs> I, I I'm more of a salty. More of a That's why this run. podcast works. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not a huge, not a huge popcorn eater anyway. And then, and if you're in like the Florida heat, it feels like it would just, it feels very dry. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, there's a lot of other th- other things that I would choose before I went to the popcorn. I mean, so the buckets do look good. Like a lot of the themed buckets look good. Um, I've got a, I've got a um, one of the aliens from Toy Story one. Do you um, also got the Mickey Mouse ninety one? No, that's a sipper. That's a sipper. Okay. That's a sipper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew you had some some kind of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. I got the ninetieth. Um, or it's the ninetieth like birthday of Mickey Mouse. I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that one's really nice. Um. But yeah, they do. They do like Disney. Do make some really good, you know, sippers and and popcorn buckets. Obviously, you can't like collect. They're so big. Yeah. You know, they're not practical to collect a lot of them. But spirit jerseys are genuine. Gen- I've got a genuine problem. <laughs> I'm glad you could admit it, Ryan. That's that's the first step. It, it's gotten bad now. I know there's uh, <laughs> obviously there's people listening that probably own way more than me. Like people that go to the parks regularly. Like not all of the yeah. parks make it make their way over to here, unfortunately, mm-hmm. or luckily, really for me. But I think I've got. I'm just trying. I've got my Epcot one, my Disney World one, my Disneyland Paris one. I've got four Disneyland ones. Um, I've got a Grogu one. I've got potentially another one that I'm getting tomorrow. I've got, got a Luke Skywalker one, haven't you? Luke Skywalker one. So I mean, I don't, even, I don't know. That. Maybe that's 10. <laughs> potentially. How many of those have you actually bought in parks? One. <laughs> Is that the Paris one? No, that's the Epcot one. Oh, okay. Okay. That was the one I was like, that's my favourite one. Just because... Yeah. I mean, I really wish that, and I know it's the spirit jersey design. I really wish they did them 
with just the logos on the front and no writing on the back? Uh, yeah, a lot of um, a lot of t-shirts seem to be like a lot of stuff on the back these days. Yeah, which I don't know why. Like on the front, the Epcot one is so subtle because nobody, unless you go to Epcot, will know the logo. Yeah, nobody would get it. But then, like you literally look at my back, and it's like. Oh, well, it's because, well, like, as you're like walking down the street and somebody's coming towards you, they're looking at your shirt at the front and being like, "What's that? What's that? I don't understand." And then they turn around and you go, "Oh, it's Epcot." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I've got a Mickey Mouse one as well. <laughs> so you're in. You're probably in the double figures. Oh, I'm definitely in the double figures. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a. I've asked for another one for Father's Day. Ah. Well, you have to see if Father, Father. Father brings it to you. If Father Time brings it to me. <laughs> we shall see. Father Father's Day. Yeah, exactly. The Father's Day tradition of Father Time bringing presents down the chimney. Oh, you won't be able to sleep tonight, will you? Americans are listening like, is that a thing? <laughs> Googling is seriously. Father's Day? Is that why they, their Father's Day is a different day to they're, it? They're weird in the UK. Yeah. Although to be fair, no, I think Father's Day tends to be on the same day, doesn't it? It's oh, Mother's it? Day that's Mother's Day. For some reason, Mother's Day is different. Okay. Um, hang on, let me furiously Google. I just, I just, I just, I missed out the word day, so it's just Father's USA. Um, yes, yeah, they're both okay. on the nineteenth of June, so yeah, they tend to be the same. For some reason, Mother's Day is like a month apart. That's because our Mother's Day. What happens is our mums dress up as like Mother Hen. And uh, we dress up as eggs and we pretend that, they, that they've laid us afresh. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. That's, in the, uh, you know, traditional UK manner. Of, yeah, yeah, of, and then we all dance around the maypole. Isn't exactly, nice? in our yeah. little egg costumes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because our, our Mother's... <laughs> our Mother's Day's in March, typically. Yes. Whereas I'm pretty sure the US, it's in May, because I've often been to Florida... And a lot of people will be like, oh, to my mum, like, oh, happy Mother's Day. And it's just like, yeah, that was back in March. That was March. Uh, we don't yeah. actually have our hen costumes with us. <laughs> so I don't encourage her. I've already got her something from yeah. March. You know, I yeah. don't want to have to get, don't want to have to get something else. Like, so, uh, so Dad, what are you buying me today? Yeah, it's like you're hard enough to shop for once a year, well, twice a year for your birthday, three yeah. times a year for Christmas. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot, it is a lot isn't it? There's only so many times I can buy my mum candles, so I'll be honest. <laughs> until, honestly, it gets a, until it gets to become a fire hazard. I've honestly just given up. I'll just give her an Amazon voucher now. And does she buy candles with it? I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't inquire. <laughs> she probably just gives it back to me for my birthday. <laughs> I mean, someone gives me an Amazon voucher, it's spent before the end of the day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> So there you go, American listeners. That's a little bit of education around Mother's Day in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Father's Day is a bit of a you know normal affair. Although yeah. I know Father Time, Father Time. Sorry, I forgot about Father Time. <laughs> How could you forget? <laughs> uh, we will also accept a Merlin outfit from the Sword in the Stone if. Uh, what if all the Father Time outfits? Sold <laughs> out. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> well, I'm just picturing now. Is there's a film? Is it like? Is it a Muppets film or something like that? Where they have a, like a Father Christmas character, but he's in like a brown 
cloak thing. He's like really tall and he's in like a brown cloak. And I don't know if it's a Disney thing or well, like... Muppets Christmas Carol has someone that looks very similar to like he's meant right. to be like he's the ghost of the Christmas present. Oh, okay. Maybe that's maybe that's who I'm thinking. That's who I think Father Time would look like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you think it'd like basically sound like Santa as well. Basically, yeah, but he's you know the uh, the 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 brother that got the dumb job. See, I always picture Father Time looking very similar to Albus Dumbledore, very thin, very old. Oh, okay. Like kind of like Merlin esque and right, a bit like this. <laughs> a bit wise because he's you know the time father yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine's just a cheap Father Christmas knockoff. Yeah, exactly. Well, we know how, how you do things in your house. Obviously, people have heard that you, you scrimp on Father's Day. <laughs> I don't get the proper Father Time outfit. No, you're just Googling Santa Claus outfits and dyeing them brown. <laughs> Using my saurine, just rubbing it. <laughs> I'm glad you said saurine. I, thought, I wondered where you were going then. I was like, what, are we, what is he smearing here? Like, what is he going to say? Yeah, yeah. No, just the just the soaring, just the soaring, just the soaring. <laughs> we have uh, gone wildly off track. We have gone what? Yeah, I think we should let, let's do a couple couple more. Uh, Stephen or Stefan Lopez says, "World of Motion was better. This is too in, too industrial. Lacks imagination, and sixty five miles per hour is hardly thrilling. Radiator Springs Racers at Disneyland is way better use of this ride technology. I mean." Yes, it is, but bearing in mind mm-hmm. they had time to develop that technology since Test Track was first. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 quite a few years between Test Track and Radiator Springs Racers opening. Yeah. I mean, Radiator, I've, I've not gone on it, but it it looks really good. It's the only part of the Cars franchise that I should I'm interested in. I'll be telling yeah. you, Radiator yeah, Springs that, itself looks pretty cool. Yeah, that whole land looks incredible. They've done a great job with that, considering yeah. what they're working with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. They, 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 that is something I really like to go on. I like how people are like criticizing the 65 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not slow for a theme park ride. No, it's not. It's not slow, especially as you're like, it's not like you're enclosed or anything like that. You're in the, you're, you're exposed to it, that sort of thing, aren't you? Yeah. Um, it's one of the fastest rides at Disney World. Hmm. Yeah, which I mean, I guess isn't saying much because, you know, they don't have that many big, big fast coasters as such. I mean, they've got Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, I'm which... not sure how fast Rock and Roller Coaster is. No, I'm not sure what the launch is. Um, I'm trying to think what other fast attractions they've got. I mean, I wouldn't say Space Mountain goes that fast. Um, yeah. I mean, they put it, they put it into kilometers an hour oh. but it's slower how is it i think unless unless um cosmic rewind is faster test track is the fastest ride at disney world right okay well actually there may be one that's faster and that is the the sprint of the ebay sellers as a new <laughs> as a new item gets its way into the disney stores yeah yeah well, it's, it's 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 like a double sprint, isn't it? Because they've got to sprint to the to the kiosk to buy yeah. it, and then sprint back to take, post it on eBay. Taking photos of a figment popcorn bucket on a yeah. bin as they upload yeah. to eBay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a triathlon. So they have to sort of like you know they start at the gate, then they have to sprint to the kiosk, then they have to sprint to the bin. Yeah, put take a picture, then sprint 
like the post office. Yeah, sprint to the post office to like start selling them. Yeah, and then that absolute high as you as you realize you've made thousands of dollars from uh, ripping <laughs> off children and fans on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel? How do you doing feel the Lord's day? work, Ryan. How do you feel? <laughs> hey, they're paying the taxes, probably. Yeah, maybe. I suppose they're paying. They're paying. Um, I don't know what they call it in the US, like the equivalent of VAT, sales well, tax, like sales tax. Well, they're probably also probably be paying. It. They must be paying self-employment uh, taxes and things. Yeah, true. They should be. They should be. They should, if you're not. They, sh- they should be. You're not well. Then you're going to be in trouble, aren't you? At some point, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> the IRS is coming for you. They are. Yeah. I, That's what they need to come down on. There you go. Yeah, the IRS need to come in and sort those eBayers out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think we'll call it there. I think we've. <laughs> I think the heat's made us delirious. That's what it is. It's very warm. It's only nine thirty in the morning, and it's ridiculously warm. It's meant to be the same as it was yesterday, but it feels... People of Florida just don't know this sort of heat, do they, Ryan? That's well, what it is. Yeah. Well, they don't, because if they're inside podcasting, well, they've got aircon. Yeah, very true. Very true. The only aircon I've currently got is the cold sweat dripping down my body. <laughs> <laughs> and on that lovely note... Yeah. We, we hope you've enjoyed today's show. Please do leave us a review... And next week, we'll, we, we will be back with us tearing apart the 1982 lineup that Epcot gave us, blessed us with back in the early 80s. Crazy trousers and demigorgons were all a thing in 1982. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demigorgons have all been wiped out since then, haven't they? They have. Yeah. yeah people, don't, people don't know that Stranger Things is, is a true story. It is a true story, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. all started actually as someone went off the corner at Test Track, what fell into a lake and ended up in the Upside Down. Yeah, yeah. And they are the Mind Flayer. They are. They are the Mind Flayers. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>